This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. The Rangers party continues. Fan Fest over the weekend for the world champions. What we heard, what we learned, and did you get to go 877-881-1053. I'm actually going to toss it over to Alec Medford to begin this because he not only went, he did a show there on Saturday. Clearly, there were significantly more people than usual. What did you think the scene was like this past weekend? It was kind of ridiculous, like in all the right ways. I saw people were lining up the day before outside the building, parking uh, at like, you know, six in the morning, day of. And the line was incredible. Even the media lot was all full. Like everybody wanted to be there. Uh, There was a lot of familiar faces and everybody was just really happy. That was the cool thing. You know, It, it seemed like a lot of people was finally setting in that the World Series championship is home. You know, they they got to see the trophy. They got to meet some of the guys. And it was like, wow, you know, this actually happened. I know why it's dominated the entire offseason. Do you think that same vibe, regardless of where the team is sitting at, will roll through the regular season? Like, if they're 50 and 50 and you're like, yeah, he might be able to make a run at the wild card. We'll see. Do you still think the vibe will be like, hey, I hope we make it. But also we won the World Series. So I think this is a good question. I'll ask you, we've had this once in our life before, and that would be the 2012 Dallas Mavericks. Right. So it's a little bit different. You lost a key contributor in Tyson Chandler, and then you got the guy who was doing swing stuff with one of the Kardashians, and then- um, Yeah, and like drugs a whole bunch. But people thought that was a blowing up of the team, right? Yeah, but I, I, I guess halfway thinks that through that this season- this Rangers team, do they? I don't think so. Okay. But halfway through that season, it was kind of like, hey, we were still- like, we're still, we're the champs. Yeah. I can't believe it. We're the NBA champs. This doesn't look like it's going as well as we'd hoped. Um, but it was still like this glory of, hey, we still are the champs. And maybe something magical could happen in the playoffs. So uh, I think that it could be that way if the Rangers are 50 and 50. Because you would, I would look at it and go, hey, they can still make the playoffs. We've seen these guys be counted out. I counted them out after that loss in Seattle. I wasn't saying, hey, you know what's going to happen? The Rangers are now going to win the World Series. Right, right. I thought they're in big trouble going to Tampa Bay right now. And they did great. So I think that we will live off of this moment for a while. Now, if they start off 20 and 40, the opposite of last year, we'll just be talking like, hey, let's play highlights from last year. All right, so Which I don't think they're going to go twenty and forty to start the year. We've discussed this a number of times too, and but I wanted to kind of show the tra- trajectory of this. The year before, so two thousand nine, the Rangers' attendance was two point one five million. Okay, the year they go to the first World Series, two point five. The next, they lose the World Series. 
The next year, they go back to the World Series, 2.94. All right? The next year, 3.4 million. Yeah. You just won the World Series with 2.5 million people in your in your stadium. I feel like we're going to get back up to 3 million. The interest will be there. And everybody's going to want to be there for some Hurtado. So, like, that's that's another thing that goes into it. Two locations. Two locations now. inside the stadium. That's- and everything builds up to the midseason classic being here. Being here. This is really interesting. I believe it was Evan Grant wrote the article, and the, I had no idea this was the case, is this is the best time it's ever been, obviously, to be a Rangers fan. But you could argue... This is the best time it's been to be a fan of any baseball team because in this 12-month span, the Rangers will have won the World Series, host the All-Star Game, and get a player in the Hall of Fame. The last time that happened was 1939 with the Yankees and Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth had actually already been inducted or been uh, voted into the Hall of Fame, but they didn't have a building. And so it wasn't until 1939 that they actually put him. It was just into an idea. Yes. Wow. It was like a concept. And so the Rangers, it's incredibly fun. We talk about Fan Fest, but also, even if you were all hoping for Jordan Montgomery, but even if that doesn't work out, work out. You just got Adrian Beltran to the Hall of Fame, and you're going to have the All Star game here. Yeah. Those are. And your guy's going to be coaching it. Yeah. And your guy's going to be managing it. Yes. And most likely. Jonah Heim won't be in it because he's not one of the top ten uh, or top so nine dumb. catchers, uh, evidently. So or ten. Dumb. But uh, but I mean, you're probably going to have a number of those guys as all stars. Now this year, the va- the fan vote got the the a lot of Rangers in, right? It was uh, us in in Tampa trying to keep Toronto out of it. I wonder if that like continues. The but Rangers. yeah, but I, I think Mike's right about the the hope <laughs> for being in the playoffs. I think as long as you have Bruce Bochy. At the helm, you believe you're in something. You believe yeah. you have some the ability to do something special. So I can remember three, four years ago, my sons wanted Ranger jerseys. And I'm like, well, th- I know this was the year because what year was Jack Leiter drafted? 21? 2021. I think so. So think about that. That's not that long, long ago. ago. 2021, my son goes, man, I want a Rangers jersey, but I don't know who to get. Good point. And I'm like. Joey Gallo. I don't know either. And he didn't want Joey Gallo because there was the trade rumors. Right, and I'm like, and he's like, they make Jack Leiter jerseys, uh, yeah. and I'm like, I can make one. Like, I don't know what number he's going to be when he makes the major leagues, but that's where the Rangers were at. Now, if you go, you're choosing. Obviously, Corey Seager is a big one. Marcus Simeon, Josh Young, who was a great All Star rookie, and now you have Evan Carter jerseys that are out there. We know that. Uh, Adolis Garcia is a fan favorite and sells a lot of jerseys. And now you're going to have Wyatt Lankford coming up, and a lot of people are going to want Wyatt Lankford jerseys. So I think there's so many star players on this team. From going from 2021, literally no stars on the team, nobody to invest a $150 to $300 in a jersey, to now you have five, six choices. And I didn't even mention these two guys, but – a future Hall of Famer, Max Scherzer, still is on the team yeah. right. that you well, can. And, and, Mike, that's that's what the buzz was for me last year going into the season. I get to watch Jacob DeGrom pitch live for my team. Like, that was exciting for me last year. And I know, just like Mike said, like, he's you got Max Scherzer potentially by the end of the season and Jacob DeGrom. Not to mention that the Wyatt Lankford stuff is building. And as soon as that game pops up, that where his first game pops up, that, that plays 
I was there for the Josh Young game. Everybody was so excited to be there for Josh Young's game, and he hits a home run. It was super exciting. Evan Carter, you get to go watch him in, in his whole first season. So I think there are a lot of really cool storylines to be attached to to keep you in that stadium. Oh, and maybe not even, Kevin, If I feel like I keep saying in the stadium, just the buzz about what yeah. they've accomplished. Yes, I think there's too many wanna, good team yeah. players to follow and too many good players that they're not going to be bad. Sure. No, I agree with that. And they did bring back, Corey, you brought this up on Friday, that it looks like it was trending in the right direction, but the Rangers did go ahead and get the deal done with El Blondi, Travis Jankowski. One year, El one. Blondie. Yeah, you never heard that? El Blondi. I must have El missed Blondie. that one. El Blondie. With an I is one year, $1.7 million deal. And when you look at some of the relief deals that have been thrown out there and everything, this feels like a steal for somebody who had some very key moments for the Rangers this past year. Yeah. You love it. It, In a way, I don't know this, because he's a great utility outfielder, left-handed bat, great uh, pinch runner if you need that, gives guys a day off, not going to obviously have power. He can but, be every day for a couple months. Right. Well, um, maybe a not a – Yeah, in, the, in that situation. And it doesn't, in a way, maybe people don't like this. I think – I'm not saying Wyatt Langford's not going to make the team. But it's not like, hey, should we just have a rotation of these four guys? I don't think the Rangers want a four-man outfield rotation. So they're like, all right, I'm not saying this is going to happen. Start Wyatt Langford in AAA. Make sure what he did last year in the minor leagues can continue. Honestly, I bet the Rangers don't expect it to continue. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It'd be freaking Willie Mays if it continues, which yeah. I hope it does. I hope he is the next Willie Mays. That would be amazing. But let's just give him a little bit more time to make sure this is all good and right. I mean, there's a dude, by the way, I looked up Dylan Cruz's numbers because I was like, I wonder what he did because I was... He was the second overall pick, the LSU center fielder, the other guy. Like, in the SEC, these are the two guys. He batted 1,000 in the in the pros. Well, he had three hits. Three for three. Hell yeah! Dylan Cruz? Mm-hmm. He got called up? Yeah. I didn't even know he got called up. I just look at his minor league numbers. It was, it was late. Yeah. I, was, I looked it up uh, that last week. Okay, but... He uh he had a really good he was really good he wasn't as good he wasn't crazy but it was really good and we're not hearing right now as far as I know that Dylan Cruz is going to start this year in the major right. leagues oh maybe I'm wrong about I don't, that I don't think he did fall CL FCL and then rookie level rookie so that was in their system my okay. bad now 
Somebody asked, what's the timetable like on our pitchers? Take this for whatever it's worth. It is at FanFest, but Scherzer said he's past the initial six-week high-risk period for a herniated disc. So he feels good going into spring training, and his estimated return date remains around June or July. And then Jacob deGrom said he feels great and he's hoping he can start throwing in spring training. But again, what? Probably. That is insane. But not to the level of like he's hopping up on the mound and you're like, hey, maybe. But like that's his hope is that he can start throwing the ball at spring training. But you're still probably similar to Scherzer. You're probably more looking at like July or August. So Scherzer's June or July maybe DeGrom would be July or August. And that, it still might not go your way I, I, or our way. Mike Maddox has let us know with the double Tommy John at his age, hey, we're all hopeful. He's Jacob DeGrom has to keep optimism, right? I mean, we saw the devastation when he blew out. Yes. Uh, and, and was like, oh, no, I got to do this again. And at this age, and Mike Maddox is kind of letting you know, hey, hopefully he comes back. And hopefully he looks like the Jacob DeGrom that we saw in New York when he was healthy. But it's not a guarantee your second Tommy John in your mid-30s is going to just come back and be the exact same guy. And then how quick do you want to force it? Because he does have four years left on his contract. To be honest, there is two years left on his contract. The Rangers might be a little bit more aggressive in July and go, what the hell? I mean, he's got two years left in his career on this contract. And But when you have another three years after this, you want to be careful and make sure that you get as much as you can out of this four years left. It, I can't say with certainty that the Rangers planned it this way. But Evaldi, the way, his whole season, the way it went, that just spell where he was missing and we were like, What's going on there? Yeah. And we all had questions, and the Rangers were like, well, I mean, we don't know. We'll see. And then they throw him back out there in a pro game, and he looks bad, and then he looks a little better, and then he looks a little better, and then he looks back to that dominant form, and then he, like, just runs the playoffs. That's where you want him to be at his healthiest, right? DeGrom and Scherzer, that's where you want them to be at their healthiest. Kevin? Hell yeah! If it all just happened to work out that you're – piddling your way through the first part of the season and then on the back half of the season your star pitchers show up and are ready for play in playoff form then that i'm fine with the way that it, it might work out if they can stay healthy and they are what they are by but at that point there is nothing i would love more They're like, than hey. for Degrom to show up in august get better get better and then run october yeah. like you just him, said him and, max, for him and max scherzer on horses with flags and a bugle now, Cavalry's here. Now, that would be awesome. I want to see that, Which too. one's playing the bugle? Uh, Jankowski. Do you know how to play a bugle? No. I can work on that. Josh Young was on the G-Bag Nation on Friday. He was also out at FanFest. And I think this is the kind of encouraging thing that you definitely want to hear. Because we're concerned about the turnover with the bullpen. You know, obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about Jordan Montgomery and things along those lines. No, Raldis Chapman. There are other people that go into that. But there's still hope that players like Josh Young, who we were all very pleased with his season, he said, I had a good season, but I think I could have had a great season. Well, the thumb obviously slowed it down, right? And Because he, he was maybe going to get rookie of the year at that moment. I could see that. 
But I think his concern, obviously, that happened. He fractured his left thumb. He missed about six weeks, give or take. But I think his concern is the production once he came back. He's saying, I could have still had a great season because pre-All-Star break, hitting 280. Post-All-Star break, only 34 games. So a significantly smaller sample size. Still hit 280. 229. <laughs> <laughs> That's that and the, the other thing, sorry, <laughs> Corey, to let you down there. When you look at it, remember we talked to him in spring training, and he was talking about, I just really want to be healthy because he's never been healthy yeah. his professional career. And so he still hasn't been. That was bad luck. That wasn't like, oh gosh, his shoulder went out on him again, or Super his, weird, or his yeah. knee, you know, you know, jammed into sliding into second base or something like that. That was a weird. Get a hundred ten mile rocket hit off his hand. So hopefully, in one hundred twenty two games last year, obviously that's by far his two thousand twenty one. He had seventy eight games played. That's his second most games played wow. in a season. So one twenty two last year. 78 so hey probably slowdown was going to happen in fact the injury might have helped us out in a way that he had energy left for the playoffs because if he does play in those 25 30 games missed because of the injury maybe he's just completely out of gas so and some of his defense in the in the playoffs was I mean, vastly important yes. along yeah. with some of the big hits that he had too yeah so th I'm hoping this year I think he can be a, you know, if healthy, he can be a 30 home run, 100 RBI guy. There's going to be a lot of guys on base for him. It'll be interesting where he bats in the lineup, too. Yeah. I, look, could I'm, be third. And be. I'm intrigued about Evan Carter in terms of are we going to be switching this up yeah. for left-handers? Could this be a different year where last year Simeon literally led off 162 games out of 162 games? I, I don't know, but I don't think he's going to lead off all 162 games. Just as long as you let him still and play. I, and I do, well, I do I do think oh. this. I, do you remember us asking Bochi near yes. the end of the year as Simeon was slowing down a little bit at the end of the year? And it was almost like we'd, it's kind of like they wanted to talk to Simeon about this and go, we love how you come to the park ready to play every day and want to play every day. It sounded like they were going to have a discussion on, is that best for the team and for you or should we give you kind of maybe a day off a month where, hey, it's a Sunday day game where, you know, obviously you don't have to worry about heat here, but let's just say you're in Atlanta. I'm just making up places that they'll play. But Atlanta's a real place. Yeah. Well, that if it's a I've Sunday day game and it's 103 degrees or right. whatever, or you're in New York in humidity or whatever, you're like, hey, it's a, we played Saturday night. Let's right. give you off on Sunday. We have a day off on Monday. This gives you two days off in a row to kind of get your body back to where we want it to be. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.